0: You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. All right, you've made it to, well, at least to here. Um, This video will be about cancer. Um, I'm not a doctor, I'm a naturopath, but uh, I do have common sense and I do. A lot of research for myself and I believe that freedom and uh, health are not separate so to have that liberty and to be health conscious and understand those things they're not two different states they're one state liberty and, and freedom freedom and health are the same thing to me so if you're able to have health you're 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 free and if you're not, then you can be a slave to, to medical slavery or from mm, big pharma or whatever you want to call that. You can get lost into that whole world. So fight for your way back to sanity and um, natural ways to do these things. And it doesn't mean that it's all anti-medicine and anti, which I think is ridiculous. I think there's a lot of good in medicine and even in the urgency care and even in crazy pills that they give to schizophrenics and they come back into the world for a second. Like that's powerful. And that's 10,000 years of concentrated wisdom in in those pills, whether we like to admit that or not, there's a lot of wisdom there. But, um, but the, it's usually oriented around urgency care and that's kind of okay, but we don't want to live our life in a state of urgency. So we have to find a way to, heal our deficiencies and not need to be going to the hospital or the doctor (laughs) and so um, that can be something which is much more of a rare occurrence in a free world so um, this idea of cancer you know um, and magnesium uh, I found a lot of research online and just weighing it and and you know, there's really no argument about magnesium and cancer, um, except for they they always try to shut down the molecule of magnesium because it's not they don't have a copyright on such a simple. So there's always going to be studies out there that try to defeat those simple things. So that don't worry if you find a study showing magnesium creates tumors or this that and the other because you know like the, like the owner like the editor of the Lancet said recently that 50% of the studies in his journal in the journal he's the editor for are fake. That's what he said. He didn't say fake, he said he said they were uh, biased. And so they were not true because they're a the way they're funded. And we should have known that all these studies are biased, most of them. Now, who's funding them? Why do they want those results? Why can't you find certain types of studies and you know on on genetic foods. And, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that's out there just kind of keeping us from really figuring things out. So we at some point have to stop going, well, where's the study? And it's like, well, why don't you try to use your intuition a little bit? And you might figure out that maybe they're a step ahead of you. And so even if you can't prove what's happening, sometimes you have to guess your way into it and find a way to defend yourself because sometimes like with glyphosate, for example, to pick one example, we started figuring that out four or five years ago, but it's been going for 20. So we could have said 10 years ago, where's the study? And there may not have been one. Um, and so, but we would have sat there for 10 years getting all of that into us so we have to be smarter than just trying to seek material proof of everything we have to be able to use our intuition and our heart and mind not just our logic there's a it's a twofold system here so um, so the cancer idea um, so how magnesium contributes to um, to helping or staving off or avoiding cancer um, to a certain degree. It's just, of course, we're not trying to say it's a cure for cancer, but it's needed to, um, a lot of the studies that they've done have shown that the, the, the membranes of the cells are impaired during cancer. There's a flux that's not healthy. There's an overpermeable. And so magnesium actually has the same uh low magnesium magnesium deficiency has the same um characteristics of this of the cell membrane, so there's a connection right there that you can make and so how important is magnesium you know for the cells and anything that's going to be that important for the cells is going to be that important for cancer because cancer is the the anarchy of those cells and and dysfunction and things that happen to um to um once that anarchy is set up that pandora's box is open so look at it look at it like um another key feature is calcium calcium is a key feature in destruction of cells cell apoptosis and killing of the cells and rigidifying of the structures in the tissues and calcification and just you know, that is all limited by magnesium levels. Magnesium levels are the, the buffer of that reality. And if we have the right ratio, which is like one to one ratio, and that ratio can't happen without in our foods today, because our foods, have, even if you compare them with the foods from the 20s, they're, they've lost all their magnesium within themselves. So how are you going to get that magnesium back? You know, just magically make it into the soil or eat some bananas and you're good. Like, no, it's ubiquitous. So you have to figure out a way to do it like our ancestors did, which is to go to the sea and bathe in the mineral-rich waters of certain parts of Europe. And they had these you know, spa culture, bath culture of antiquity. And so they found the transdermal route, which is what we do now in a modern format at, a, at the Heart of Traditions, where you're using blue glass bottles with transdermal magnesium from the Zextine Inside certification, and you're putting this directly on the skin. So not only for cramps and pains and everything else, but also for magnesium levels, uh, increasing the tissues level and saturating those tissues over four or five months, six months. I mean, my first round took me seven or eight months of doing it to get out of that deficiency. Once you're out, you don't use it as much, but you still use it for certain things. It's amazing for tooth pain. And there's a lot of, you know, hygiene stuff and healing and, you know, it's like a little First aid kit in a bottle, you know, for a lot of different things from infection to, to you know, scabbing wounds, and wounds and things that can you can use it for. Now, you don't use it pure in all of those different cases. Some cases you dilute it. Some cases you use it pure. So that all depend on what you're trying to do and how weak the tissue is or structure. Um, but so you're just learning how to use it. But um, so I was looking at some of the leukemia. And so you have these cells that are um, overly smooth. So we so the 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 that smoothness of that cell is creating a lack of viscosity because it's overly smooth. There's not this gritty viscosity. Even the product we're talking about, the transdermal magnesium, there's this gritty viscosity there. And so this viscosity and it, it pulls water from the atmosphere too. So it has that quality of of that um holding that hydrogen and holding that that water in there so that um, allows for a kind of a gritty um, coating on the cells and not only structurally but even as an added thing that's being used abundantly throughout all these membrane transfers and so um when the cells are too smooth well they they don't have this, this viscosity and then they start to at a very micro level start to crack and that's also once again the calcification is happening there too. So when the cracks are there and then this is not there's not flexibility because there's leakage and so you become permeable too permeable without the magnesium. So the low levels of magnesium in the in the blood and the tissues but especially the tissues because the the body's going to take from the tissues and bring it back into the areas that She needs it. And so it's not always going to be, well, how much is in the blood? You know, and that's a a really basic magnesium test. So that doesn't show hardly anything. The real test of magnesium, which most doctors know, um, is they test the blood cells and the skin, not just the serum. And so we have to find the right way to test these things. And and then we realize that our levels are not optimal at all. Um, They're just not pathological, per se. So um just trying to help you understand that everything that's at the cellular level, like the cells spend 30% of their energy trying to push calcium out. And so that is trying to avoid the rigidification process and the death process. And so magnesium comes in there and, and renders that whole process flexible so that the calcium can be used to the right degree or buffered or limited. If need be and so that um, whole process you know think about the teeth the teeth are brittle if they were just calcium right so the magnesium comes in there renders them flexible at at a certain quantity and then that creates a strong structure so the strong it's strong it's strong because it's flexible to a certain degree if it was just brittle and just calcium then it would break or it would not be so that's how everything is working it's that simple its viscosity and flexibility of the structure, and they go together, uh, and so that is the key to what magnesium is doing at every level of the body, from the blood platelets being able to onload and offload oxygen better because they're not the blood's not over sticky in presence of that magnesium, or it's not um, overly viscous i mean lack of viscosity overly permeable, too sticky uh, cracky. And um, so it gives it that right balance. And so that's what it's doing at every level of all the tissues and and structure. And so that's how it's working in the body for cancer. Um, They did studies on um, prostate cancer and they were analyzing all these people who had eaten all these dairy products. And there was like 50% more um, cases of prostate cancer in these groups. And so, but that's because the the dairy products are are over here, right, and they've been produced and pasteurized and industrialized, and the quality and the, the, the chemicals and then the milk has estrogen in it because the way they're feeding the cows and then this is, everything is like hormonal, like your body's got to fight through all that, and so you know, but when you have the proper foods um, and the, a proper understanding of vitamin D and magnesium those levels are high, then those foods are not so harmful. Now, of course, we do have to find the right foods, but I'm just saying that the harm is coming from the vitamin D and the magnesium deficiencies that are allowing this Calcium to come into the body and not have anywhere to go properly, and then not be aimed properly by the vitamin D, which aims it into the tissues or the bones or whatever, and it has this kind of organizing capacity, um, uh, you know, triggering it uh, like on-off um, uh, codes to help it find where it needs to go. And so these signals are are not present, and then you have the magnesium, which is also um helping to limit its damage in the areas where it is going at, at, at like in an ubiqu- ubiquitous way and so that you need that combination i mean why do you think that we used to eat milk i mean the basic food in like switzerland and some of these older um or even in america pick anywhere or even during the war in france when they had no food it was just bread and milk you know raw milk and 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 black bread i mean why they associate those two was because the magnesium and the calcium go together, and um, and then of course if you put like I think they would eat the the, the bread with like a little bit of uh, pork fat, you know, because that was the cheapest you could get. That was cheaper than even pork meat, so you could get the fat even if you were poor, the lard or whatever. And so there you go, you have the vitamin D, the magnesium, and the calcium. Boom. And so, if you have those three basic ideas, those three cheapest ideas, I guess you could say, at that time, um, you can create health to a certain degree. Um, and so that was where people mainstayed. So we have to understand this stuff, and uh, and um, and so. So, yeah, so the prostate thing, that reality is coming from there, too. The calcification of the cells, you know, the, the, the natural calcium channel blocker, which is magnesium, which was given as such before we had all this synthetic medicine for hypertension. This uh, this um, was that in the body, and that's what it does if the levels are high enough. Now, why do our ancestors teach us about this Greek and Roman bath culture and, and putting this through the skin? Well, we're learning that now. We're relearning that that you can't just do everything through food and you have to also understand the skin and how that brings it into the tissues you know your skin and your nervous system are very similar you know embryonically they're very similar and so um, bringing that to to the skin is going to bring that to the nervous system you know that's I guess why that's why they say put it on the the stomach a lot of people put it on the abdomen and this is the solar plexus which is the center of the nervous system so uh, parasympathetic uh, nervous system so, um, you know, some other things to note is like what steals magnesium in the body, Ca- coffee, alcohol, drugs, the pill, um, sugar, um, stress, injury, um, uh, anything, adrenaline. So that was just a few things I, I wrote down, um, You know, magnesium controls the entry of calcium and sodium into the cells, not just calcium channel blocker, but also sodium. And so that the sodium and the calcium just rigidify the structure. And so you need the potassium to come in there and the magnesium, the potassium, that's, the, that's that other side, you know, that more and allowing, you know, without the magnesium, the the ATP cycle of um Um, energy cycle at the cellular level to produce energy is not stable it has to be stabilized through magnesium so when it's stable then the cell can produce transcription of RNA and DNA to repair the cell and and get out what it doesn't need or the toxins or things in the environment from heavy metals I mean magnesium we know protects from heavy metals but in and of itself that's been proven for beryllium and nickel and cadmium and mercury and things like that i mean mercury can only be eliminated through i mean one of the only ways to eliminate it in the body is through glutathione which is produced in the in the liver and glutathione is you could put a parenthesis after glutathione uh and put magnesium in it because that's how dependent glutathione is on magnesium So all of this stuff is true. And so cleaning out the toxic environment through the RNA and and everything, this is what the viruses are doing. This is what we need done. We need to clean that stuff out. You can live your life in natural immunity going forward, or, or you can live your life in medical slavery. You have to either heal these things and get these toxins out and learn something and deepen and maybe admit you might've been wrong about some things, um, than then just sit there and not evolve and hope that, you know, we're just going to like heal by magically cutting ourselves off from everybody else and putting masks on everywhere and just becoming, you know, isolates. And um, so, no, that's not going to work. That's actually going the wrong direction. And it signals, sends a signal to our children, our, you know, masks and birthday. Parties. I mean, it's just crazy. You have to get out of that way of thinking. It's a, it's a, it's a form of slavery. And you have to fight your way out of it, you know. So um, we know that magnesium chloride implu- inc- uh, improves the granulocyte activity of the white blood cells. Uh, the white blood cell, um, well, you have the granulocytes, which is like the neutrophils, basophils, eosinophils, and so um, these are um, um, their activities increased in presence with magnesium chloride. That's been proven for a long time now. And I think the French doctors proved that. Delbay and and Robinet, he was a scientist, but anyway. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't really think that it needs to go any further, you know, because without the low magnesium levels is not, is 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 a bed for cancer. So that's where we're getting at. It's not that we're trying to say this will cure this stage four or whatever. No, what we're saying is that the bed is laid there. And the bed of, of a lot of infection and cancer and a lot of the bed of that is also inflammation. And inflammation is a key feature that happens when we have the calcium breaking all the the tissues and creating rigidity and all this stuff. This is that lack of viscosity and flexibility once again. This is the most simple way to describe it. And so this creates inflammation. Inflammation creates more acidity. And then you start the whole process, you know, and then tumor genesis and trying to take these toxins and and build something around them so they're no longer harmful and, you know, can't get them out properly. And, you know, there's just like the body goes berserk. So anyway, don't buy the cheap stuff. Get the right stuff. If you want to recharge this magnesium properly, it takes four to six months. It only costs you about $3 a week to do it, but you need to get the right stuff. Blue glass bottles from Zechstein Inside. If it doesn't have the Zechstein Inside logo, I wouldn't mess with it. And if it's in plastic, I wouldn't mess with it either. There's plenty of genuine and ancient and Permian and all these other self-certified claims out there, but they're not coming from the actual source in Holland, Vindam, which is the city where this natural salt formation is found. You can call them yourself and talk to them. Uh, and that Nobody else will give you that. They can send you as many certificates from whatever labs they want, but they won't let you talk to the people. So... When you start talking to people you start realizing that this is the only source and why is this not on the label and why are they not using this source and so you start realizing because solvent extracted stuff from asia can easily be marketed and remarketed as european origin and here we go we can have a whole range of products from the very start and we look like we have a whole catalog and everybody's happy but it just doesn't work that way the real stuff um You have to find, seek out the quality. If the quality is not there, then it's solvent-extracted. And when it's solvent-extracted, it loses a lot of its chelation properties and and uptake and a lot of its cellular bonding capacity and all these other capacities that you don't want to mess with at such a deep level of deficiency as magnesium. So do it right. Come check us out, theheartoftradition.com.